Welcome to How to Live Podcast with Dr. Chip Dodd, a series to help us see who we are made to be so we can do what we are made to do. Hello, this is Dr. Chip Dodd. Welcome to the How to Live Podcast Uncut. Today's podcast mixes up a couple of things in a way. It's about parenting, but it's also about living. It's about responsibility, how to teach somebody responsibility. And at the same time, it's about you got to be responsible to teach responsibility because people really do pay a whole lot more attention to what a person does more than what they say. And they pay a whole lot more attention to the tone in which a person says it and if they follow up by doing it. So the, the ultimate integrity is to, to, to give what you have and go get what you need so you can give to the people who need you. So the first thing I want to do is offer a parent list, uh, sort of like the, the, the gifts of a parent uh, can offer a child, but it's a humbling experience to receive these things. And then the responsibilities that we want our children to adapt and then we need to have them and do them ourselves. So today's just a good, solid list. And so our lives as parents cannot be about perfection, but more about the courage of affection. Not about perfection, but the courage of affection. And I put those two things together, the courage of affection, to love a child, to love in and of itself, to stay in love requires tremendous strength, tremendous toughness perseverance, uh, ability to sweat it out and to stand uh, in the midst of, of pain, to, to walk in tough places. The old, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, a person's walking towards something that's worth going towards to, be, to do that. So the courage of affection means tough enough to stay in it and continue to care, remain in the gifts of, of, of joy, patience, peace, love, gentleness, and self-control while we're, while we're loving. But at the same time, you're going to fail. I'm going to fail. But if we live our affection clearly and courageously through confession of the following things I'm going to list, um, I believe that we're offering gifts to children that leaves them with the opportunity to remain resilient in their ability to be truthful about how they're made which allows them to be in need and to be strengthened by the connections with others who can teach them also and help them receive more than they had before. In other words, we've got to keep learning all through life, and we need to keep our hearts open to be able to do that learning. So remember that affection is no simple word. It means to be open to being affected, that is, touched in heart and moved to action. To do that, we have to live in confession which does not mean that you're admitting you're doing something wrong. It means that you live in the fessing up to being human. That is that you're not God. So let's start out with just some basic precepts, principles that we as parents can do to live as perfectly imperfect and imperfectly perfect as possible. Number one, we need to let our children know that we are older than them, but not made differently. Number one, we're, I am older than you, but I'm not made differently than you. Number two, this is my first time through life. Two, this is my first time through life also. 
so I'm also learning how to live it. Number three, I'm a child of God, growing up one day at a time. I'm just older, farther down the road, and I'm back here to tell you about it. Number four, I don't have all the answers, but I have learned a great deal from the expressions of living longer than you do and the experience of living longer than you have. I cannot force them upon you, but I can expose your need to hear them uh, to you, and I can expose myself to sharing them with you. Number five. I have all the feelings and all the needs that you have. I am fully available to experience life, and I'm going to continue to do that, and I hope the same for you. Number six, I need your cooperation. Now, that that one I want to speak to just for a moment, because the other ones are pretty much self-evident, but I can remember when I was a young kid, young child, my mother had said something. I had said something very mean back to her. And she presented me with a teaching moment that just pierced into my heart and I've kept since that time. I remember I was saying something mean and she said to me, uh, Chip, you, you got to understand, this is the first time I've ever been a parent. And so I don't know how to do it. And I need your cooperation while I'm learning, while you're being a child. <laughs> I remember just sort of like sort of dropping my hands to my side and uh, received, I didn't know what the word meant, but an epiphany of life that we are made the same. And and honestly, I would say that a lot of the things that I'm listing about the, the apparent list came from the, the full recognition of what that moment meant. So anyway, number seven, I will do all I can to love you and stay with you, laying claim to how tough I need to be how much I'm going to do, how willing I am to go find out whatever I need to find out, whatever strength I need to get, whatever I need to learn so that I can continue to stay in this with you uh, and then let you go into life and hoping you will learn the ability to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Number eight, I know who gives me such freedom to love and suffer love, the one who will always stay with me. Parents need a pretty intense, real, intimate experience of knowing how to go to the well, dip the bucket into it, pull water out of it. And in other words, they have a resource from God that uh, will never leave them nor forsake them and from which they draw their strength. And then the, the, the next one, he can do, this God can do more than we can ever ask or imagine. And then lastly, I can show you the struggle in life to keep heart. That is my best that I can give you. And my best will also leave me open to needing to seek forgiveness. So I'm going to read the parent list again and just read it in just a moment. But one thing very important is the relationships that last the longest and are the strongest are actually founded on the humility of, in the ability to seek forgiveness. Healthy people seek forgiveness which means they're tuned in to being able to really see what's going on in their lives, take responsibility for their actions, access uh, other people's abilities to give them feedback about living. Healthy people seek forgiveness and unhealthy people seek justification. They're always saying they did the best they could. And in some ways, wiping away 
uh, the humility of what it requires to live in full relationship with another human being and therefore end up being demanding parents rather than loving parents. Sick people, unhealthy people seek justification. They say basically, I'm sorry, but healthy people seek forgiveness and they just simply say, I'm sorry. So I'm going to read the list again, the parent list. Number one, I'm only older than you, not made differently. Number two, this is my first time through life too, so I'm also learning how to live it. Number three, I am a child of God growing up one day at a time. Number four, I don't have all the answers, but I have learned a great deal from the experiences of of living longer. Number five, I have all the feelings and all the needs that you have. Number six, I need your cooperation. Number seven, I will do all I can to love you and stay with you. Number eight, I know who gives me such freedom to love and suffer love, the one who will always stay with me. Number nine, he can do more than we can ask or imagine. And then number 10, I can show you the struggle in life to keep heart. That is my best. My best will also leave me open to seeking forgiveness. So that's the parent list, which leads us to the ability to get big results from simple actions. We hope that you are benefiting from this podcast. If you are interested in more material from Dr. Dodd, please go to chipdodd.com or Sage Hill Podcasts. Thank you for listening. We now return to the rest of the podcast. To raise uh, ourselves, to raise up response-able children, that parenting list is very important because it's a team effort to get to a place we wish to go. But there are some very simple actions from which we can get some very big results. And there are 11 things that are pretty simple that uh, are worth, worth uh, uh, noting, worth taking down. This, the following list of 11 qualities that make leaders out of all of us. And they make participants value anyone who's leading in these ways with these simple actions. These 11 simple actions are what leaders and participants do to create vibrant, sustainable, productive environments in which excellence is the norm. And that applies to parenting, it applies to the workplace, because these simple things that we learn in childhood or even have to relearn as parents apply to how we're made to live and lead in the world. The list also speaks, as I just mentioned, to what parents hope their children will learn and what children hope their parents already practice. This list speaks to how friendship is honored and also how marital partners express respect for one's own self and the other person. The driving force of these qualities comes out of what psychology calls internal locus of control, and the rest of us in the, in the real world call being responsible because it feels good and it's good to do so. Simply put, these action-oriented qualities listed that I'm about to list, they show that a person brings ability, effort, and excellence to what they do. So here's the list. These are, these are the things that we need to be doing to um, show that we take personal responsibility in our lives 
and that we are doing for others what we would wish they would do for us. These simple actions also express an in-depth character stability. They, They say, I have empathy. I have compassion that comes out of that empathy. I have creativity. In other words, I see problems and I seek solutions. And then I know the the goodness of being of service to others because service to others allows to share my gifts with the world in need. So this, these simple things are really character exposure and can they help us develop character stability? So here they are, the 11 simple um, actions that give big results. Number one, if you open it, close it. Number two, if you unlock it, lock it back. Number three, if you drop it, pick it up. Number four, if you borrow it, return it. Number five, if you use it, take care of it. Number six, if you break it, fix it. Number eight, if you can't fix it, call someone who can. Number nine, if you mess it up, clean it up. And you know what? I've gotten all the numbers off. I'm going to go back and read the whole thing. If you're writing it down, here's your second chance. (laughs) Number one, if you open it, close it. Number two, if you unlock it, lock it back. Number three, if you drop it, pick it up. Number four, if you borrow it, return it. Number five, if you use it, take care of it. Number six, if you break it, fix it. Number seven, if you can't fix it, call someone who can. Number eight, if you mess it up, clean it up. Number nine, if you give your word, keep it. Number 10, if it is your responsibility, own it. And number 11, if it encourages someone, say it. These things really apply to all people at all times, throughout all cultures, countries, uh, ages, decades. And in some ways, because we are experiencing over the past, let's say, 20 years, uh, people who are reacting against having to have feelings, even though they come from maybe even generations who reacted to, to deny themselves the experience their internal experience well now the generations have an internal experience but it seems like we haven't learned the wisdom and strength of being able to be response able with our true feelings instead we're calling feelings reactions that are really actions we take to keep from having to experience the true pain and then get the benefit from the healing that comes from it through admitting the need that comes out of feelings. So that's just an aside. Um, But anyway, thank you for listening to the parent list of really the living in humility and the strength that comes from that. And then number two, some very basic, simple actions that we can take that can create really big results. So I pray that we keep on living and keep on loving and keep on leading lives that are to leave fingerprints that people want to keep in their hearts to help them see who they're made to be so they can do what they're made to do. And God bless you and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you.